With the help of uh, Nate Roos from the band uh, Fun, that was Pink, Just Give Me a Reason, here on Adams County Radio, Channel Z, 92.7 FM, 2.14 on this uh, Friday afternoon. Always gives us a reason to uh, chime in with uh, Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, holiday all behind us and uh, back in the saddle, as they say, uh, going forward. Um, but it's always good to come and uh, talk on the radio and again, over the holidays again, ran into lots of people who said, hey, we listen to you on the radio. And um, and that, I mean, I appreciate that, but it also shows that people are out there listening to WZBD, and uh, it's uh, it's good to know that. Yes, very much so. <laughs> I, I especially say that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the weather. You know, I think people are talking about the weather uh, in, in two aspects. Uh, we'll start out with our building project. Um, they're sort of kind of working, um, but as you can imagine, uh, the cold is creating um, some super uh, problems uh, with work. They, uh, they are still trying to set steel, uh, and they've been able to work most days, um, but um, it, it's just been difficult, frozen hydraulic lines on the crane and um, and just all of those things that, that go with that. But they're, they're, they're getting some of that put up. Um, the poor guy is trying to put the foundation in that'll go between the two buildings. They built this tent out of plastic that sets right over the big uh, trench that they're working in, um, in, in efforts to just try to keep going. But obviously they have to mix their mortar and, and the concrete outside. And um, it's just been a challenge for them. But then again, there's not one thing we can do about the weather. Um, and so that, that's the hand we've been dealt. And um, we, uh, we just live with it. And we'll just continue to move forward at the rate we can. And um, make adjustments as we go. And um, uh, the, probably the best thing I can say is I'm not the person out there trying to set steel <laughs> or work on the foundation um, and I, I just want to, to the people here in Adams County, I just want to say how much I appreciate those guys because they, uh, they're working out there in some pretty, uh, pretty ugly conditions. And, um, and I know it's not just on our project. That's what they do in the wintertime because of the jobs they've chosen to do. And, um, my hat's off to them. Um, and uh, when you talk to them, they seem happy and enjoying their work and that's great. <laughs> I'm glad they do that. Uh, switching gears on the weather, um, there's talk of maybe some more snow coming in uh, this weekend. I saw on one of the forecasts, and then on another forecast, I saw it's supposed to be rain, uh, mm -hmm. maybe by Monday or whatever. But anyway, um, as we look at that forecast and what might be in store in the upcoming days, uh, I want to inform our listeners that in the event of a cancellation next week, we will plan on using e-learning. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's been a pretty rugged winter so far and we've been able to have school. Um, but as a reminder, how our e-learning works, we'll continue to follow our guidelines for the e-learning days. And that is that we will not do e-learning more than two consecutive days in a row. So if for some reason, uh, who knows what the weather comes next week, uh, we would use e-learning, but if we would move, miss more than two days in a row, we would not do a third day of e-learning. And um, 
So just a reminder to people. And as always, we encourage you to continue to follow us through our typical notification means, the radio, news, or school messenger, website, Facebook, outlets for delay and cancellation information. But since it is January and we have already had a few days where the temperature has dipped just below zero, I also will take a moment to share with our families that the safety of our children is our number one priority when it comes to making decisions on whether to delay or cancel school. And while there are a number of factors that we as administrators consider when determining if school will run on schedule or not, there are a couple things that I will share that may help you know our general rule of thumb. Most of the time, I will say temperature is the biggest cause for the questions when it comes to delays and cancellations. While we don't have one fixed number, or temperature as it may be, that tells us it is the right time to delay or cancel, we do follow the National Weather Service's wind chill chart to help guide our decision making. Without having the graphic to show you, it's a little tough on the radio. I can't just hold it up and say, now look at this and look at that. Um, but you can go online and bring up the National Wind Chill Chart uh, and look at this that. This way, if you follow them on Twitter, they've actually posted it off and on over the last couple of weeks. They so. have. I've seen that. And it's a valuable chart. In case you're wondering, you can follow them, NWSIWX, for okay. our National Weather Service branch. And you heard it here. Um, but when the chart indicates that exposed skin has the potential for frostbite, if exposed for more than 30 minutes, we try to avoid our students enduring these temperatures and risk by utilizing a delay or a cancellation. For reference, generally that temperature is somewhere in the minus 15 to minus 20 degree range. But again, we take each circumstance and evaluate what we believe will be the best decision given the factors at the time of the occurrence. And that minus 15, minus 20 is usually also, that involves wind chill and, and all that also. And uh, you can certainly view that chart as uh, Dave just talked about. While temperature is a major factor, please also keep in mind that other extenuating circumstances or, are, are in, or uh, other factors may also be considered. Just one simple example is our transportation department's ability to operate in the conditions we are presented with. We did have a couple of uh, bus situations on uh, Wednesday morning when we were coming back. But again, that's why we have spares and we have um, other people that can do that. Threw a little bit of a curveball because people remember that Vicky had to go back on a route. And uh, so we were also changing bus routes. So Wednesday morning, uh, and I'll talk more about that in a little bit. Um, if you are ever unsure of what to make of a situation and you have questions regarding the North Adams Community Schools weather cancellation process, you're welcome to contact uh, your student's building for information about what's happening at that building or certainly also the district office. And again, um, we are concerned about your the, the safety of all the kids. Um, and so I'm sure some people would draw the line in different places. Uh, I have people that tell me, Oh, you know, good grief. We can go to school colder than that. And then we certainly have those people that say that's just way too cold. So uh, we use the chart as our guide, and, uh, and that's how we do that. And um, I want to take this opportunity to also uh, thank Larry, uh, my business manager. Uh, he does the primary uh, bulk of the driving. Again, this morning it wasn't just cold. We had some drifting last night, and he's up and driving and uh, checking out those roads, and we talk to the other schools and, and see what's all going on. Um, so it's, uh, 
It's not a lot of fun at 4.30 in the morning trying to figure out what that is, but it is the job we have to do, and, and it's a job we take very seriously. And I know we've talked about in the past, especially when it comes to the more, not necessarily the cold, but the snowier conditions, that if a parent is kind of worried about whether it be the buses or if it's their kids driving, that they do have that option as well to say, hey, I don't want my kid driving out in these conditions. Absolutely. Uh, the parent does have that final say. Um, you know, if we've made a decision to go to school and a parent feels it in their own mind, they just feel it's not safe, they have that right to keep that child home. No consequence to the child. Uh, they just need to call us and let us know that's the decision they've made, and we'll honor that. And um, uh, we, uh, we just respect that uh, some people see those things differently sometimes. And um, that's Because it could be. be one of those people who are out in those outlier areas where you or Larry or someone may not be able to check and see how those roads are, but they may be completely drifted shut out there. It, that's exactly right, because th there's no way Larry uh, <laughs> can drive all the roads. And, and when it, there's a lot of snow, I, I also come into the district and drive some of those roads also. We can't begin to drive them all. Um, and uh, we know some of the, uh, what should I say, difficult areas and we try to check those out but again there are going to be you may live on one of those roads that is just awful yeah. um yeah it's one of those that's it's awful it may be the only person who's a student out there yeah. and just no one drives it yeah and we're 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 not going to cancel school for because of that road and and as a parent you say you know what we just we just can't do it and uh and that's that's how it works uh, it is winter in indiana and um it's uh, it's what it is. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I, too, was in Fort Wayne uh, last week when uh, we started into this cold snap. And, of course, nobody was in school. Mm -hmm. Everybody was out. I mean, it was bitter cold, <laughs> and everybody was out and about. And um, so, so, anyway, it is still a decision of the parent uh, in that final, final portion of that. Um, by now, all of you have been affected by the recent changes with our transportation and our busing, uh, with the experiences uh, of all the changes that we've had to make. Um, but we just want to thank all of our parents, students, teachers, staff at our buildings, bus drivers, and those in our transportation department for their patience with the changes. Uh, more than that, most importantly, their willingness to jump in and do whatever was necessary to make it all work seamlessly. Uh, as we expected, there were a few hiccups on Wednesday um, and a few more this week that we had to work through, but I am so proud to say that every member of our school community pulled together to help us leap what was a really, really giant hurdle. As you know, there is a shortage of drivers across the country, and while we are so blessed to share our well wishes with our retirees, we also know, knew that that would mean we would need to overcome some challenges. From our transportation supervisor, Vicki, picking up a bus route to help our drivers changing their routes, to students and families that needed to make adjustments to their schedules, everyone felt a little bit of the sacrifices that needed made, and yet everyone faced them willingly, and for that, I am so thankful to each and every one of our North Adams Community Schools members. I, I can't say anything more than just thank you to everyone out there that helped us get through that. Uh, I imagine by now everyone knows it's second semester at North Adams Community Schools. Uh, but if you're one of those students who didn't catch the change, 
uh, you might want to jump up out of your seat and go to your second semester classes instead of your first semester classes, just in case anybody out there still hasn't figured that out yet. Um, but we are halfway through another fantastic year. We're excited about the learning and the opportunities that have taken place throughout our district. And uh, let's uh, round out the year as well as it was started. And we all know, we say it every year, uh, we're going to blink and it'll be May. And we'll be talking about the end of the year and all that. Uh, but in the meantime, our teachers and everybody involved with the school are going to put in a lot of hours of work. And it also is very apparent to us that our students will put in hours and hours of work. And uh, we do recognize that. We have some students of the month from uh, the high school that we want to recognize. Uh, first of all, we have uh, Megan Baczynski. Megan is a freshman, and she's the daughter of Miles and Jennifer Baczynski. And Megan's favorite class is math, which is interesting because Megan's mother is one of our art teachers. So uh, I guess I was allowed to say that. Uh, she enjoys working with numbers and shapes. And outside of class, Megan is on the swim team and enjoys singing and acting. Uh, in the sophomore class, Lydia Roop. Lydia's favorite class is Spanish because it challenges and interests her as it is something new and exciting. Lydia is involved in the BG's show choir, student council, spell bowl team, and participates in the theater productions at Belmont. She is the daughter of Kathy and Luke Roop. In the junior class, Brandy Counterman. Brandy says her favorite class is education professions. She likes being able to go teach other students and seeing them understand what she has taught them. I should maybe say that that class uh, is where students who are interested in becoming teachers take a course and they actually get into classrooms and, and get to help work with students. It's really interesting to talk to those students sometimes and they go, man, was I like that as a student? You know, don't they pay attention? Uh, it, and you're like, uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were one of those students. Um, but it's, it's great to see them helping students. Brandy is on our Belmont Rifle Team and is involved in Sunshine Society and the SAD Group and also volunteers at the St. Mark's Food Bank. Brandy's parents are Nikki and Noah Hester and Richard Counterman. The senior is Chandler Clay. Chandler's favorite class is English with Mr. Lebel. He says that Mr. Lebel makes the class interesting and is fun. Outside of school, Chandler has a job, but likes video games in his spare time. Teresa Tricker and Tim Clay are his parents. We congratulate uh, you on your hard work and the efforts and wish you all the best throughout the remainder of the school year and high school experience. And thanks for being great examples and being selected as students of the month. And before we um, get away here today, uh, and I have a couple more recognitions to make, but I also want to make sure everyone knows we have school board meeting next Tuesday night. That's at nine at on the ninth at six p.m. and that meeting is open to the public. And uh, we are um, still looking for a couple of people who would be interested in being paraprofessionals, working with students um, in our Title One program. And if you have that interest, just call central office, or you can check our web page. Uh, and we will end today with one more recognition. And uh, we have a couple of outstanding middle schoolers to recognize since they recently claimed the title of Spelling Bee Champion and runner-up at the 2018 Middle School Spelling Bee Championship. First up, 
Macy Morehouse, seventh grade daughter of Christian Andrew Morehouse, spelled the word ricochet correctly to claim the champion spot in the seventh and eighth grade champion uh, competition. Macy outlasted eighth grader Abby Eichenauer, daughter of Kyle and Shannon Eichenauer, who has won sometimes in the past, and Abby ended up in second place. They went through 17 rounds <laughs> to establish the winner. Um, so next, we also want to congratulate Devin and Hillary, Devin Hillary and Andrea Curtis for their success in the fifth, sixth grade competition. Devin's the fifth grade son of Heather and David Hillary, topped in with a first place finish and correctly spelled the word correctional. Interesting, spelling correctional correctly. That's probably a pretty good thing to do. Uh, Devin held on for his win by outspelling sixth grader Andrea Curtis, who came up with the second place runner up finish. Andrea is the daughter of Veronica and Jason Curtis. And with that, uh, there's a county spelling bee coming up on January the 22nd. And uh, we're just really uh, glad for each of those students and excited about their uh, accomplishment. And with that, I'll have to leave the rest of Leah's notes for today uh, for another day and uh, move on and uh, look for another week. And on that note, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay. And that's Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. This is Channel Z 92.7 FM.